Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show on a Tuesday. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve will soon be there from the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, lots of pre-owned inventory with a great sales staff that's not just there to make the sale. Of course they are, but they're also there to make sure that you get the car that you're looking for at the price that you're looking for. That's why they're the home of the repeat customer. And a great service department that's there for whatever you need for your current vehicle. Whether it's that state inspection, you need a car part put in, other big crazy work, or maybe just need a simple oil change. They got you covered at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Matt Leon today from KYW talking Villanova back in the Final Four once again and and another just masterful coaching job by Jay Wright, the Bucknell grad, of course. He'll be coming up today. And Neil Kulong, of course, checks in with us every Tuesday with the latest on the Steelers and the NFL and actually some things to get into with him today as NFL owners have approved the modified proposal for overtime that will now guarantee each team a possession only for the postseason. The rule for regular season games, which of course allows the team with the first possession to win if it scores a touchdown, will remain unchanged. And then if both teams get a possession and the score is still tied in the postseason, then it goes back to sudden death. That was the rule proposal brought up by the Colts and the Eagles, actually. And I'm fine with that because my, my biggest issue with the overtime rules has been, and this is for the regular season, of course, when the time got reduced from 15 to 10. Because since they've done that, we've seen more ties, and I just I hate ties. I understand you want to try and protect the players and things like that, but again, if it were really about player safety, there would be many other modifications made by the NFL. So I, I'm getting kind of tired of the player safety thing. Though I get it, you want to want the players to be safe. Not that I want to see anybody get hurt. But I, it really affects the product when you have a tie. I'm sorry. I, it just it does the NFL no good to have ties. You need to have a winner and a loser. So I would like to see the regular season go back to 15 minutes. And if you want to give each 
each team of possession, fine. I'm okay with that. Then go to sudden death after that. And that's exactly what you get in the postseason. It's a 15-minute quarter. You keep playing until there's a, a winner. Now each team gets a possession, then it's sudden death from there. Because you have the time to do that. Had it been 10 minutes, like the regular season, then I might have a problem because then basically the way things have gone is each team gets a possession and that's it. In some cases. Then I think you'd be more susceptible to have ties. So it's still a 15-minute quarter for the postseason. So therefore, I'm fine with both teams getting the ball. I, I guess, and I, I didn't really didn't mind it the way it was before when it was sudden death. You know, I, I think that added to the magnitude of the of everything about the game. And in most cases, more often than not, when you get to overtime, there have been plenty of chances for each team to try to win the game in regulation. So if it comes down to a coin flip, well, you had plenty of chances to win in regulation. But if you want to get both uh, both the possession at overtime for the postseason, that's fine. I'm just glad it's still on the 15-minute mark. So we'll get into that with Neil Kulong uh, coming up in a little bit. And this also came out today, too. Kind of a side topic. Now, again, this will be me with the hate. All of you, all of you that know me, and Steve knows this, too. One guy that is smack dab in the middle in my hall of stinkage is Tiger Woods. Never been a fan, period. And I, once again, am just kind of nauseated by the hype that, oh, he might try to play, but guess what? Augusta, there's a lot of hills. So we'll see how this goes. He'll probably create, if he tries to play, like he, like there's the report out there from the Golf Channel that he's going to try to do everything he can to play in the Masters. Now, again, because he's a prior champ, he gets a spot. He's not going to take a spot away from somebody where, say, if he actually does try to play and then decides, oh, we can't because uh-huh, he's still playing on one leg and he can't do the hills at Augusta well, well, then he's not. He's going to spoil somebody's spot. No, but... I've had enough with Tiger. And I'll tell you something else, too, Steve, with the PGA. <laughs> if... He's got... <laughs> I'll, I'll just say this, For though. Good, if we I'll still have to, if we still right have to hang on the, on the Tiger thing, oh, is he going to make a comeback? If we still have to be on that chapter for a guy that, to me... Yes, he's been tremendous for the sport, but he's also been a disgrace to the sport. If we still have to rely on Tiger coming back, then your sport is in a lot of trouble. That's just me. But whatever. That's my only gripe I have for today, and that's even half a gripe I would call it at best. He's got, you know what? You want to know why all these guys are making money? Who, on Tiger? The PGA Tour. Oh. Yeah, he's, yeah, him. He's the reason they're making money. Well, and they know it. And they know it. Even Phil Mickelson said, no Tiger. He said, no cash. 
Yeah, and that's a Everybody that's a bad is. spot for the PGA to be in. Because if but you keep hanging on to a guy that's in that's in, um, been a downfall master, for a while, you're in but, trouble. But what you're saying about the Masters, okay, is actually irrelevant. Okay, champions are automatic qualifiers. No, I I they said do, that. They, I get that. They, they they do not take up a spot. I know. They don't take a spot. That's fine. All I'm saying is, it's bad. I think it's bad for golf to. Yes, does it make it more intriguing? Yes, of course it does. I'm not. I'm not naive to say that. I'm not going to get my hate for Tiger Woods, you know, in the way of of facts. It's fact. I'm saying what I'm saying is, if the PGA still has to rely on Tiger being there when he's on the stinkage of his career right now, and his life, then you've got a problem. That means you have nobody else to carry the sport. That's a major problem, in my opinion. Scotty Scheffler doesn't do it for you. He's not Tiger. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding around with you. Okay. <laughs> it's just like enough with the Tiger thing. The PGA needs to get on to somebody else, or they're going to be in trouble. Like this whole, this whole feud between Bryce and, uh, and what's his name? I can't remember his name right now. You know, Bryce, that, Brooks kept and Brooks. Yeah, Shambo. exactly. That the whole thing that was hot, that was cute for a while, and now it's gone off to the wayside because even they agreed it was stupid. You know, like that, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I I just saw that report and I just I may have thrown up inside Isn't of my it, mouth a little bit. The, the tiger, what what? What's he gonna do? He's gonna he try everything in his try every every way in his power to play at Augusta. But he doesn't take up a spot. I get that, but I just I just think the whole Tiger just needs to go away. Maybe that's just Why? me. I'm probably Why the minority. He, he just to needs go, to go away. Why does he need to go away? Because he stinks. How and he's a he and he's a mess off the court. To me, he brings more bad light to the to the PGA than he does positive now early in his career absolutely there's no question about it did you see how the fans reacted when he won the tour championship did you see how the fans reacted when he won the masters i get that did you see did you see how the fans reacted when he finished in second place at the u.s well i think it was i think it was the u.s Open. it was yeah it was, and it was nauseating at, at, at st louis and it was nauseating okay. to me this this is about the fans i know but what i'm saying is PGA is still playing that card because they know they can get it. I know they know they can get it. But once Tiger's done, then what do they have? Zipola. That's not a good spot to be in. I wonder if I... I we should bring Tony Knopp back. Next month, we should bring this up with Tony Knopp and see if he agrees. I'd be curious. I'd be genuinely curious to hear from him about this. Not very happy, are you? <laughs> That's all. I just Tiger just nauseates me to no end. But I'm okay with the NFL overtime rule. I went through that before I before I started ripping on Tiger. Before you stepped in. <laughs> I just give you my honest opinion. As per usual. 
shocked. <laughs> oh, my almighty! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're just really not a happy guy. All right. Uh, <laughs> what, did, what did Tiger ever do to you? Not anything to me personally, but I just everything everything what he's done any, just nauseates me. What did any of these people do to you? <laughs> I'm starting to get a little worried. <laughs> so, something happened here. <laughs> it's just like okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, I feel badly about complaining about the NCAA and 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 Congress yesterday. Now after hearing this, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I feel like my complaints were petty. <laughs> no, uh, you were preaching to the choir. I loved what you said yesterday. I loved every second I, of that yesterday. I, I'm a little concerned right now that maybe, just maybe, I just no, you know, <laughs> maybe I I've, I've missed the boat. <laughs> God, you're you're just consumed with. Is it like this at home? No, I can tell you that most of the time. So it's not like this at home. Most of the time, it's not. <laughs> Do I dare ask what some of the time is like? <laughs> Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Oh, my goodness. Oh, all right. The Steelers, by the way, have been to every camp so far where there's been a quarterback available to work out. So now people don't know what to think. Desmond Ritter, Willis, Sam Howell. Nobody knows what to think. By the way, your guy Andy Dalton signed with the Saints today. Well, that was actually a better idea on their part than having to be cute with Taysom, Taysom Hill and try that experiment to see it fail. They moved Taysom Hill to tight end. And you know what? That's a smart move. That's exactly where he should be. The Eagles have made no moves. None. Zero. I'm, you know what? If you make a bunch of moves and they stink it doesn't matter you make two moves like they have and it's fine then I'm okay with it Hassan Reddick and Kazir White I love what they've done so far Kazir White's a good player <laughs> oh, I just feel like I'm just poking the bear alright I still have nightmares about Dream Team in that season about what? The Dream Team season in 2011 with stinking oh. Vince Young's comments. I still have nightmares about that season. No, I don't. All right, we'll come back with more. <laughs> Do you know what my nightmares are about? My rants? No, I don't have any. Back with more in a moment here <laughs> on News known. Radio 1070 WK. Okay. Mm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. 
more than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. Out of auto repair. No good! No good! No good! What, you hate that I don't have nightmares? (laughs) No, I should have known that, Mr. 45 heart rate. Just saying. Now, I freely admit in, in an open forum that, I mean, this, you know, just the mere sight of the suit scares the hell out of me, but that's just, you know. But I, I feel like I'm just with the, the other 325 million Americans. S U I T, that spells suit. He doesn't seem to understand where we're coming from. We got Matt Leon today, by the way, on, the, on Villanova. Got Neil Kulong today. We got a lot going on on the show per usual. Um, you know that. Let's talk. I was talking to Roger. Roger said, "Less Matt wines, get more guests." I'm like, "Okay, fine, we'll get more guests." Uh, I don't know what that was about. It was, oh my Almighty! No, that did that bother you? Or? <laughs> So we'll talk to Matt Leon on Villanova and the decisions they have to make. I mean, let's face it. Uh, they have a team that's essentially been a six-man team, which, again, as I pointed out a thousand times in the NCAA tournament, if you stay away from fouls, which Villanova normally does, you you can play six or seven guys. The, the timeouts are longer. There are more of them. So you're not getting fatigued doing this. But now with more out after the Achilles, which is just crushing. I hate to see anybody get hurt like that. I mean, now usually it's the other way around. Most Philadelphia fans root for injuries. <laughs> but it's for the other for the opposing team. Fair? Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. You know, I think Joel Embiid's bad for the game. And why is that? <laughs> why, you didn't like the Coca-Cola commercial with Dr. J? <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, it's just great. Uh, <laughs> I went out and bought Pepsi. All right, so <laughs> I don't drink much of soda anyway, as you know. Uh, hardly any. Uh, That's true. 
I only said it to get your goat. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean, only Joel Embiid? I mean, you were this close to going for the Motrum when I said that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Key Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. All right, let's uh, talk about the final four. The nightcap is going to be North Carolina and Duke. The opening game, Villanova and Kansas, 609 Saturday on TBS. And uh, let's go to Philadelphia now and get Matt Leon's perspective on Villanova and what they need to overcome now after a major injury. Matt, welcome. Great to have you with us. Villanova. Final four, but an issue. They are a team that does not play a lot of people. In the NCAA tournament, if you stay out of foul trouble, you don't have to. But Moore is one of those six guys. Uh, Obviously an awful feeling for him. How does Villanova adjust, though, without him? Um, I guess the good thing is they have a week to adjust. You know, it could have been a situation where they had to turn around, you know, 36 hours later and play again. But it's a huge loss. I mean, he means so much to them on so many levels. Uh, And it's unfortunate. Like, watching it in real time, at first I thought he just tripped, but then when you saw the replay, uh, I knew right away, like, that's... We've seen the last of him in this tournament. Uh, So, you know, I mean... To Jay Wright basically said, you know, just because guys that haven't played doesn't mean they're not good. It's just the guys ahead of them are better. And so they've got talent. You know, we'll see, uh, you know, Brian Antoine, Chris Archidiacono. They'll try to fill in. Uh, Trey Patterson's name's been mentioned. Now, these are, you know, kids that played under 10 minutes a game when they did play. Antoine's had injuries. Um, but. If anybody can move the chess pieces around and make it work, it's Jay Wright. No doubt. And so, uh, like I said, the one positive is they've got a week to work on this and 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 make some adjustments, but uh, we'll see. Um, it's going to be tough sledding against Kansas under any circumstances, let alone you know not just losing a starter but one of your best players. This is a game of pace and style. Which one wins? Kansas wants to fly up and down the floor. Villanova, I think uh, I think over the years, Villanova's done such a great job of shooting threes. I think people have the perception, I mean outside of here, obviously, that they are a run and gun and up and down the floor. They play at a deliberate, intelligent pace. Uh, what can pace mean to what we just talked about in terms of the players they may have to play? I think you know that they they impose their will on just about anyone, and they play the game the way they want it played. Um, that will be one of the things that'll be very interesting in this one because Kansas is going to have the players to really, really force the issue. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it is your point about them kind of people that don't watch them a lot and parachute in for NCAA tournaments think they're a, a team that relies on the three and such like that and their their defense and their toughness is just so underrated and it's really something I know doing the pen games when they've played Villanova you just marvel when you see them up close 
the attention to detail, the ability to defend physically without fouling, uh, never caught off guard. Uh, they know when everything is coming. Um, and, you know, you, you saw the game uh, against Houston in the Elite Eight. They didn't shoot the ball well. Colin Gillespie didn't do a lot no. offensively. And, oh, you know, all that being said, I'm pretty sure they were they were wire to wire like they against you know a team that when all the pundits were kind of reseeding the elite eight they put Houston number one right. and Villanova was able to take them to the wire hold off the charge in Texas by the way mm-hmm. uh, so you know this will be a, a tall task but uh, I will be surprised if Villanova lets this get into a, any kind of a track meet I think. Usually when it's, you know, a battle of going up and down and a battle of slowing it down, slowing it down wins, especially when it's a well-coached, high-quality team like Villanova. Well, um, let me give everybody an area. Watch this. Uh, you know, Villanova, they are not the biggest team out there, okay? But you watch the precision with which they box out. I never see Villanova miss a box out. And that's not an exaggeration. When I say I never see Villanova miss a box out, I mean you you've seen it up close. It, they they don't. They they get a body and a body. Absolutely, and there's there's no silly fouls. There's no. It's it, it is just really you have to appreciate what they do because a lot of what makes them great is not sexy. To your point about not boxing out. You know, nobody's talking about that on the talk shows and stuff like But that wins games. And, uh, you know, we are in the midst here of one of the great, you know, you're talking Villanova since 2016. You're now talking two national championships, at least two, three Final Fours, uh, a Sweet 16. It's an incredible run of of greatness and the names change but Villanova basketball stays the same and it's just a credit to the job that Jay Wright's done I mean you could probably make the argument right now they are the preeminent program in America (laughs) yeah Uh, well I mean look I mean this is the what third final four since 2016 they won two of them yeah nobody else nobody else can say that now the next element of this is it was subtle but after Gillespie got hurt in the Sweet 16 game, and that, you're like, oh, right? And, okay, he's he's fine. He can play. I noticed the vast majority of the game, Jay had others bring the ball up the floor. Then in five minutes to go, then suddenly Colin Gillespie brought the ball up the floor. Mm-hmm. But I just thought he did, he did a great job of taking pressure off his legs. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know... It will be interesting because, to your point at the start of the conversation, they are not a team that plays a lot of guys, I think. Uh, And it will be interesting to see if on Saturday, if Jay picks someone, not picks someone, but, you know, after watching practice, decides that, all right, this kid's going to fill the void and will sink or swim, or if it'll be a rotation of two, three guys, and suddenly they kind of go eight, nine deep with three guys kind of playing six, seven minutes apiece. Uh, I'll be fascinated to see uh, how they do that. And if there is 
change with ball handling and stuff like that in certain situations. Um, there is, you know, and this is kind of an injury like this. Uh, I'm sure the Kansas coaching staff's a little uncomfortable because this time here, the last thing you like is kind of uncertainty in what you're going to face. Yeah. So, and, and you could make the argument that there is some kind of variable. There's like a wild card here, like, well, how's Villanova going to change this? Right. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, it's hard to believe it'll be anything they'll be able to, you know, equal or overcome the, the injury loss. But it, it is something that I'm sure is keeping the Kansas staff up a little bit. Like, well, how are they going to adjust this? Like, what are they going to do? Right, exactly. i got to ask you about the Sixers. Uh, they've gone along. They, they, they beat Miami. They're going along fine. The Celtics have had a big injury because Williams is now out. Uh, and the Celtics have been playing. I mean, the Celtics have been out playing the Sixers. They've been better than Philadelphia. Without him, he's their defensive stopper. How do you feel the Sixers have finally started? Do you feel like they've finally started to mesh? How about that? Yeah, I think so. It's interesting that win over Miami came without Harden and without Embiid. Right. Uh, as Tyrese Maxey led the way. Um, yeah, I think uh, this trade, the Harden trade, was made with an eye to the postseason. You know, uh, whether they end up as the one seed, the four seed. Uh, however it plays out, uh, it's going to be measured in in playoff wins. I think you, I think they have meshed because I think Harden's an extraordinary talent. Uh, he might not be putting up the numbers. A lot of people seem concerned that he's quote unquote only averaging like twenty three ten and seven. You know, it's amazing what the bar is for uh, a guy who's coming in on a team with an MVP candidate already. Uh, tonight will be an interesting one. You know, when they take on the Bucks at home, mm-hmm. uh, you know that's going to be a measuring stick. But uh, uh, they're going to be a tough out. They're going to be very difficult. Um, I. I'm really looking forward to what the the postseason looks like for this group um, because uh, they have all the pieces, um, and uh, I don't think it's crazy to think they could represent the East in the finals. Well, how can you anybody have qualms with Harden's numbers? They got him beat well, out there for goodness sakes. Does he? <laughs> He's going to take some shots. There's one ball. <laughs> yeah, and I think Harden's had a couple tough shooting nights, you know, uh, through this. But everybody does. Yeah, and, but <laughs> you were talking, you know, in our social media world of uh, is you know silver linings, desperately looking for a gray cloud to sit behind. Like it's. You know, people always. I, I forgot. I forgot where you work. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I think, like I said, I don't. I, I don't think we start to really judge this trade until the playoffs, and if they get to at least the conference finals, if they get further than they've ever gone, uh, then they're in good shape because I think they'll be even better next year um, when they have a full year to kind of tweak the roster and get all the pieces they need going into a season with them beating Harden. But even right now, uh, I wouldn't want to have to play them. Uh, do you think Simmons plays? No, I don't. And at this point, I think no, no. I mean, do if you're do you you're think... battling for the playoffs, I don't care. And you're going to all of a sudden throw this guy in who hasn't been in all year. And I don't know. I don't think so. And do, I don't. Do you think he plays in the playoffs? 
I think that's risky if you're Brooklyn. Like he's a he's a, a talented guy. Don't I don't want to. You know, oh, this I is know. Not just some. But no, no, no. I'm, I'm. But it's like. No offense. No, if, the, in, in the world, of, in the world of load management, he leads the league. Yeah, <laughs> but do you want to start having a guy feel his way with new teammates? No, you know, because practice no. is one thing, but game. But in the playoffs, I I don't think so. I think they they punt on this until next year and try to come in fresh. But uh, uh, I'm glad that this is not a question that the Sixers have to deal with. Anymore. Oh my goodness. You know, because it's going to going to be the same thing next year. I know, I know. Yeah, I, to me, they won the trade just by making it. Yeah, no, they got rid of just the the distraction and the constant questions and and everything, and uh, you know, and, and every day that he sits out, whether it's injury, whether it's not ready to play, whether whatever it is, uh, the trade looks better for the Sixers every hour. Uh, Sir, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Matt Leon, calm, cool, collected, and really unemotional. It was really a pleasure for me to deal with a broadcast professional. (laughs) (laughs) No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! (laughs) You know I'm having fun with you, right? Oh, I know. This is all good fun. I'm used to being made fun of. Oh, good. <laughs> After as doing my show to... for four years with Alex, yeah. As opposed to, I'm the top dog. Big man on campus. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different level. Oh, that's a level, all right. All right. Neil Coolong next half hour. Uh... I just got a, an email from Tiger Woods. He was listening to the show. He'd like to talk to you. <laughs> sure, bring it on. Oh, sure, bring it on. <laughs> Here on News Radio 1070 WK, okay. Yes. That was the voice, of course, of Kevin Kugler, who had the privilege of doing the Tuesday night Washington Eagles game. I was kidding him about that when I was out in Iowa. I was talking about that. I said, that had to be quite Steve. Yeah, we got there. We didn't know when we were going to play. Right now, the World Cup qualifiers going on, and Portugal leads North Macedonia 1-0 in the 52nd minute. North Macedonia last week knocked out Italy. I'm talking like North Macedonia knocked out Italy. Okay? That's bigger than St. Peter's beating Kentucky. <laughs> Italy outshot North Macedonia 32-4. to The problem is one of the four for North Macedonia went in. (laughs) And Italy's not going to be in the World Cup. No, and you know, you know, North Macedonia borders, you know, know, Albania and Serbia and, yeah. You knew that, right? 
I did, yeah. actually. Yeah. You never heard of North Macedonia. <laughs> oh, I have. I know my geography. <laughs> All right. Okay. For the most part. By the part. way, the NI... For the most part. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> uh, Iowa borders part of South Dakota? Really? Okay. Um the Bucks play the Sixers tonight, by the way. Correct. Big one. Oh, huge. No reason to live. Um, <laughs> St. Bonaventure, uh, my old friend Mark Schmidt, former Penn State assistant, has St. Bonaventure against Xavier tonight. Xavier, uh, you know, is where Sean Miller will eventually coach. And then Washington State against Texas A&M tonight in the NIT semifinals. And the women's final four is set three ones and a team that played at home. Louisville, they'll take on South Carolina, and Stanford will take on UConn. I mean, UConn, I mean, they played Bridgeport last night. Seems awfully close to stores, in my opinion. Just a thought. Have you watched any of the women's tournament? The of uh, the NCAA, no. Um, I was obviously into the WNIT when Bucknell was in it, so I did right. watch a little oh, yeah. bit of that. Right. No, I understand that. Uh, so. I watched a little bit of that game last night. It's actually the first game I watched. All right. Now we've talked about women's basketball tournament r- ratings were up fifteen percent. Men were up twelve percent. Okay. But you know what hasn't been brought up? The NCAA Wrestling Championships. I've been waiting for the number. You know, normally you put out a press release, hey, you know, we did it, yeah, we did it again, we got better. Um, I found out why they didn't put out a press release. Lowest viewership in nine years. Ouch. Yeah. Um, that, that hurt. Uh, it is the lowest viewership since 2012. Um, and it was down 12% from last year. Wow. Same thing with the semifinals. Same semifinals were down like somewhere in the 10 to 15% range. They were down. Yeah. Well, I thought the opposite was going to happen. Everybody else's ratings have been going up. The NFL is up. Even Saturday night NBA basketball on ABC is up. Uh, the NHL ratings have been up. We all know that I just mentioned the uh, NCAA men's and women's basketball tournaments. The Big Ten tournament, the ratings were up. They had record ratings for the uh, Big Ten men's and women's basketball tournaments. So, I mean, it's no offense. I just assumed that the wrestling was going to be the same way because, as you know, when Penn State, Iowa set the record for viewership we talked about it the next day or the you know that monday right the problem is that's not what happened viewership went down and not only that it went down by double digits